9.34 on this Sunday morning. Thanks so much for being with us. Would you like to live a work-optional life? I think I would answer yes to that question. Work-optional sounds pretty good. Well, my next guest can talk about that. She will be in Vancouver later on this week, launching her book Smart Risk. It debuted in New York City a couple of weeks ago, already getting great reviews. And joining us to talk a bit more about this is Meili Wong, the author of the book Smart Risk. Meili, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Jill. Good morning. It's great to be here. Good morning. Uh, talk a little bit about your, your history and leading up uh, to, to writing the book Smart Risk, because certainly uh, you are no stranger to, to, um, to taking risks and to be involved in the financial world. How did you first get involved in that? Well, Jill, I started my career in New York City working on Wall Street and spent over 15 years advising and working with some of the most successful and wealthy clients. And I felt so fortunate to have learned some of the methods and tools that these investors use that when I moved back to Vancouver um, in 2006 to start a family and join forces with my father, who's been a successful advisor for over 47 years, um, you know, it felt really compelled to help everyday Canadians uh, put some of these tools and some of this knowledge to work because what I found was that almost every day uh, I was being introduced to people approaching retirement and they're scared, tired, and confused, especially in today's volatile markets. People are fearing losing their investments or fearing outliving their capital. So I wrote Smart Risk to help the average person think differently about risk and then be able to act differently so that they too can achieve a work-optional life. And you talk about, and I think you talk about this in the book, your five P's that help people overcome those challenges. Absolutely, Jill. So the five P's are really a step-by-step framework to help people work through the emotional cloud that often prevents us from actually taking the step-by-step smart risk approach. And those five P's I call the smart risk investing roadmap include purpose, which starts with understanding your why, your reason for building wealth in the first place. And for many, it is that work-optional life. But for others, it's involving leaving a legacy or creating an impact beyond themselves. The second P is people, really working hard to establish a circle of trust, like a Jedi Council, if you will, of people who have their best interests in mind, but also a very clear framework of expertise to help you enable that. The third P is plan. Really, it's about having a very focused financial plan as well as an investment plan. The fourth P is perspective. Oftentimes, it takes a slight mind shift in the way that we think about money, risk, and wealth. Because a lot of us have experiences from childhood or biases about the way we think about risk and money that need to be teased out and understood before moving past that. Uh, For example, some people often fear risk. Um, and they end up making decisions that are too safe, which actually hurt them in the long run. And the fifth P is taking positive action. And we talk a lot about how to uh, take those next steps. And um, repeating that process is really about combining both the sort of science of thinking in a logical and objective way with the art of human perspective. And the, really um, uh, 
consistent way to be able to make decisions and help increase the odds for reaching your financial goals. Because it does, it does. I would imagine, all come down to what level you're comfortable with. And some people are naturally more comfortable with a higher risk, uh, some with a lower risk, knowing that it might not let it lead to the same return. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I think if you're thinking about retirement, this book is really important at this stage in time because amidst all the volatility in the markets lately, people are worried about taking risks. People are worried about investing. People are worried about how they can take the next step to consistently be able to achieve cash flow from their portfolios on a steady basis in order to sustain the lifestyle if they're no longer going to work. And that's what the work optional lifestyle is all about. Being able to live the lifestyle you choose without having to rely on going to work every day, but you still have the freedom and flexibility to live that active lifestyle that uh, so many uh, active retirees are enjoying these days. I know we, we, we've talked about this on this program before, too, and the idea of interest rates and great, really, for people who are borrowing money if you're just getting into that part of your life, but not so great for people who were counting on perhaps higher rates when retiring and making the money off of that and seeing more and more people actually having to dip into the principal. Do you address that at all? Absolutely. I like to think of all of our financial assets as a, a bucket, putting all of your uh, mindset of a of your home, your investments, your RSPs. Think of it as water in a bucket, and you know these GICs, your term deposits, they all included. And you know coming into this bucket are things like salary, if you're still working, or inheritance, perhaps any business profit. But the goal is really to increase the water or the assets in this bucket to reach that critical mass, so that in retirement you can live off those. Uh, assets as a stream of water from the bucket. But the problem is that there are a lot of holes in this bucket, Jill. It's a very leaky bucket. Uh, Things like taxes, you know, spending on groceries, bills, utilities, mortgage, rent, all of these things are draining that bucket of all that water. So as you point out, you know, there's really um, one way to think about it is how do I grow the level of assets in that bucket? Well, you can invest and get a rate of return, like on a GIC, but interest rates are low, as you pointed out. But there are other ways to invest to generate a slightly higher rate of return. But obviously, we don't want to have that level of critical mass fluctuating too much. So in the book, I address you know, three ways to help, that critical, help reach that critical mass so that you can then enjoy that work-optional life. So there's... One of the ways, of course, is generating that higher rate of return within that portfolio. And we specifically look at, in the planning portion, that financial plan and that investment plan, how well are they aligned to your goals? Okay, and we talk about a smart risk approach to making sure that happens. Two other simple ways to make that critical mass level are, well, trying to earn a little bit more money going into that bucket. That's not so easy. But also, the third way is, plugging holes in that leaky bucket, right? There's always ways that we can look at plugging those holes to minimize what's pouring out in terms of taxes, what's pouring out in terms of expenditures. Uh, we once had a client, and there's wonderful clients. They, ha- they realized after we did our financial planning process that they were spending thousands of dollars on a wine budget, <laughs> and they didn't even realize it. But, you know, they're still able to enjoy their wine, but at the same time, being more mindful and aware of it allows them to then be able to plug some of those leaky holes in such a way that helps them reach that purpose, that work-optional life, 
sooner. And, and Miley, just uh, before we let you go, you are speaking in Vancouver uh, Thursday, March 31st. Uh, will it be different when you talk to a Vancouver crowd? Because we do have the unique uh, situation where people perhaps who are on the verge of retirement, their major asset is their home, and it's likely worth far more than they ever anticipated. Then there's also people on the other end of it who aren't getting into the housing market because it's so expensive, they might not be doing that. Will you be addressing how housing and and the the situation that is Metro Vancouver plays into that? Absolutely, Jill. I mean, those are all factors that we have to consider, especially in that planning process in the five Ps, because the housing market in Vancouver, it does create um, a large portion of what some homeowners have as part of their leaky bucket, right? That creates a big proportion of those critical mass level of assets. So we address that in terms of their ability in the future to create cash flow for retirement. And if that's a high, high proportion, then we need to look at building up other assets that will be able to generate a consistent stream of income so that they're in a situation that they can enjoy that lifestyle and have the cash flow to be able to afford that. All right. Well, Miley, it sounds like a great book, a very interesting read, and it's getting great response uh, so far. Look forward to the event in Vancouver. Thank you so much for joining us to talk about it this morning. Thank you. And if readers or listeners have any other questions, they can visit us the website at www.smartriskinvesting.com. All right. Sounds great. That is Miley Wong. She is the author of Smart Risk, also a first vice president of the Wong Group with CIBC's Wood Gundy. If you're interested in the event itself, it is coming to the Nordstrom store. So actually just down downstairs from where we are right now. That is the Vancouver launch of Smart Risk at the Nordstrom store next uh, Thursday, March 31st. We'll take a short break. When we come back, I want to share with you some listener feedback, a few topics on your mind this morning. The idea of perhaps creating a secular day instead of the Easter holiday and whether or not who's in the right, the rafting companies in Golden who are very concerned their businesses are going to be negatively impacted because of a decision by CP or CP Rail saying, wait a minute, this isn't safe. Transport Canada told us to make it safe. We can't, so you need to stop trespassing. We'll talk a bit more about that when we return.